Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, episode 28. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. Hey, hey, and welcome to episode 28 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Facebook advertising, and it's something that is incredibly hot right now. It has been for a couple of years, but I know that there's a lot of people that just aren't getting results from it or cannot wrap their head around it. So what I thought would be good to chat about was what it is, why it's so amazing, and then a bit of a Facebook ads for dummies 101, where basically we go through the difference between boosting an ad and the Facebook ads manager, the different levels of Facebook campaigns, and how they can benefit your business. If that sounds good to you and you've wanted to get into Facebook ads, but you haven't really known where to start, this is the episode for you. If you kind of are diving into Facebook ads a little bit already, make sure that you listen to this episode because it's a good refresher, but we'll be covering more about Facebook ads in a few episodes time as well. So watch out for that. So everyone bangs on about Facebook ads, but 
what is all the fuss about? Before I got into the kind of nitty gritty of this episode, I decided to sit down and break down why it is that kind of Facebook ads became the new holy grail of online marketing. And I pretty much put it down to three contributing factors. Number one, Social media has, in Gary V's words, pretty much become the slang term for the current state of the internet. More than 50% of all internet time is apparently spent on one of the top five social media platforms. And the biggest of those is Facebook. So for better or for worse, Facebook is where most of our attention is these days, regardless of our age or our sex or our demographic. In the most recent census report, which is a social media report that is released every week, it showed that 96%, I think, of Australians are on Facebook. So everyone is on there every age group. Now, this is something that's pretty obvious when you kind of just look around you at the supermarket, hell, at traffic lights when you're stopped. Everyone is on their phone all the time. So there's so much opportunity. The problem with Facebook though, and the second contributing factor for Facebook ads becoming so damn popular is that organic reach on average is apparently down to 2% on Facebook business pages. So what that means is that the average for a Facebook business page is that for every 100 people who like your page, there's two people actually seeing the stuff that you post. And this really varies. Like I know for my own Facebook business page, it is significantly higher than that. And obviously that's because I work in social media and I know how to put the right sort of content on my Facebook business page that will get the engagement that will push it out to more people. But this is just in general, and it's a really sad statistic. What it does mean though, is that A lot of the time these days, if you want more than just people seeing your post, and if you do just want people seeing your post, there's things that you can do to really increase the reach. And, you know, maybe it's something that I'll cover in a future podcast episode. But if you want things like traffic, so you want to lead people off Facebook, you really do need to have a little bit of a paid ad budget these days. Number three, the third contributing factor is that Facebook as an ad platform is pretty much the most targeted and cost-effective, although the costs are rising, marketing platform currently available. So luckily the whole paying for exposure thing on Facebook isn't all bad guys because I am in love with Facebook ads. It has one huge benefit that just makes marketers so excited and that is targeting. So Because of the amount of data that Facebook has on us, both directly through things that we tell it. So when you announce your engagement, for example, if you, you know, like a post that you like the wallabies, although who would be doing that these days? (laughs) Uh, Or you enter your age and then also indirectly through some of your offline behaviors, although I will say that some of those targeting capabilities in the recent kind of privacy scandal with Facebook will be getting taken away. But the ability for people to target certain people or for businesses to target certain people and exclude others is honestly, in my opinion, quite simply amazing. There is no other type of marketing that would have the amount of data that would ever allow you to do that. Facebook, sorry, Google ads does 
have some of this targeting, but it's not on the same level as Facebook just because of the information and data that we ourselves input into Facebook and that they then use in order to sell to advertisers to serve ads back to us. And guys, Facebook advertising, it's been around for a little while, but it is still relatively new. I have noticed probably in the last six months, a lot more businesses wanting to dive in and the interest in learning about Facebook ads has significantly increased, but I still think that supply exceeds available demand and the cost is still relatively low. This is changing. So this is just a supply and demand situation, right? There is only a certain amount of ad inventory. And as more people are jumping on board, there is less available ad space, which means that the costs of ads are rising. I really see over the next 12 to 18 months, a quite significant sort of steady rise in the cost of ads. So my advice to you, if you are a business looking to dive in, get in now, get in yesterday. I am shouting about this guys, because I think it's important and you need to listen. Mark my words, you will absolutely regret it if you look back in 18 months to two years and realize, you know, how expensive ads have gotten and how you didn't maximize the opportunity when it was available. So I liken this to Google AdWords, which these days is so, so expensive. And a few years ago, well, when I say a few years ago, quite a few years ago, (laughs) it was super, super cheap. And it's because it was brand new. And the same is true of Facebook. So I won't harp on about it, but please take this seriously. So guys, it's these three factors that I believe have really kind of collectively created the perfect storm and have pushed businesses, big businesses and small businesses into Facebook ads. And with everyone banging on about it, let's dive into a little bit more about them. So basically this is a crash course in all things Facebook ads for your business. If you have ever boosted an ad in the past, but you've never run an ad or you have no idea what a boosted post even bloody is, then you are in the right place. (laughs) And trust me, guys, even if you're thinking about outsourcing this stuff rather than doing it yourself, it really still pays to spend an hour at least understanding a little bit more about how they work because there are so many dodgy operators out there who will do a very subpar job for you and charge top dollar. And guys, this podcast isn't going for an hour, but (laughs) spend the time to at least kind of get your head around it. Knowledge is power. So let's start with the difference between boosted posts and Facebook ads. So As far as Facebook ads are concerned, the start is a boosted post, and this is the most basic form of Facebook advertising that you can do. And because Facebook organic reach, so non-paid reach, is so low these days, Facebook basically gives you the option to boost your posts out to reach more people. So either more page fans or friends of friends or an audience that you choose. And you've probably seen this little button. It's the little blue button that sits below the posts that you put up on your normal Facebook page. And it basically um, invites you to boost the post. So when you hit it, you'll be given the option to boost to uh, you know, a select 
group of people that you choose. And it's pretty much as simple as that. Unlike a boosted post, once a Facebook ad has run its course, it disappears. So it doesn't sit or remain on your page like a boosted post does. So guys, the way to get into the Facebook ads manager is to go to facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash manage. And you can get set up really easily. So the first thing that you need to do is actually to set up your ad account. And Guys, for the kind of nitty gritty of this particular episode, make sure that you go over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 28, because I've got screenshots on there, pretty much everything that you need in order to step-by-step kind of go through the process of setting up your account. So I won't bore you with all the details of that in this particular podcast episode, but know that you can go over there and really easily learn how to set up your account before we dive into what you can actually do in the Facebook ads manager. So once you kind of have your account set up, what you'll do is you'll go in and you will click on a little green button that says create an ad. And a Facebook ad basically has three parts to it. And it's really important to get your head around what they are in order to understand Facebook ads properly. So those three different parts to a Facebook ad are number one, the campaign level, number two, the ad set level, and number three, the ad level. So let's run through each of those in order. The first part of a Facebook ad is the Facebook campaign level. And if you head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 28, you can kind of see some screenshots of what this all looks like. But basically the campaign level is the first screen that you see and it's where you choose what you want your ad to do. So basically what the marketing objective for your ad is. And in other words, that's kind of what you're ultimately looking to get from the money that you're spending. What Facebook then does is it optimizes your ad to reach this objective. So it's a really important step. There's a few different objectives in there and they're divided into three sections, awareness, consideration, and conversion. So the awareness objectives basically are geared towards showing people your ad and that's pretty much it. So as much reach as possible for your particular ad. Consideration is things like driving traffic to your website and getting engagement on your post and on your Facebook page and getting video views on your videos and lead generation. And then the third is conversion, which is converting people into customers. And there's three different ad objectives. Conversions, which is pretty obvious, converting people into customers, product catalog sales, which is obviously very relevant for product-based businesses, and store visits. So we're not going to dive into all of these objectives, but here's a few that you might look at considering. So number one is video views. So video is very, very popular. Facebook loves it. It gets a lot of reach and it's also preferred in many cases by users as well. I highly recommend creating videos and pushing them out on Facebook ads using this ad objective. This is because in my experience, the cost per video view is very, very, very cheap compared to some of the other types of ads that you can run on Facebook. 
And an advanced tip, basically what you can do is once you've run a video views ad and you've had a few different people kind of watching the video, you can actually then target the people who have watched more than a certain percentage of your video. So say more than 10 seconds or more than 50% with a really sales focused ad. And it's a great way of go kind of getting people from being never having heard of you to watching your video and potentially being interested in you to then what's called remarketing to them with another ad and showing them something that's kind of sales related to encourage them to buy. If this kind of went over your head, ignore it for now. Let's continue. (laughs) So another ad objective that is really kind of uh, one that you should look into is the traffic objective. And basically this objective is designed to drive people back to your website. And it's especially useful if you want to promote a blog post or a page on your site. The reach objective is another one. So if you have a new business, you might want to look at the reach objective. And basically what it does is it targets people in a local area, for example, who you think might likely be interested in you. This is a great one for brand awareness and getting your name out there. It basically shows your ad to the maximum number of people possible for your budget. This is slightly different to the brand awareness objective, which basically shows an ad to people more likely to be actually interested in it. And just so that you know, a boosted post actually uses generally the reach slash brand awareness objective. So engagement is another objective that you might want to look at. And basically this is for if you want people to either like your business page to increase the number of followers and a big caveat here, likes on Facebook business pages isn't something that I would really be chasing too much uh, other than for social proof when you first set up your account and you want a few likes on there or unless you have a really kind of dedicated and strong social media marketing strategy where you want to use the likes on your Facebook page and set up audiences using those likes to remarket too. If that doesn't make sense, please leave that as well. But it's really kind of a vanity metric. So don't kind of put a lot of money into a Facebook page likes objective. The other engagement objective that you can run is for people to engage with your posts. So you can put a post up on either your business page or you can set up a post in the Facebook ads manager that doesn't sit on your business page and that is called a dark post. And basically you can set up an objective for people to engage with it. So to like and to comment and to share The benefit of doing this is that when people engage on a particular piece of content, it is then shown by two more people, sorry, in the Facebook algorithm. So it can be a really good way of getting some initial kind of engagement on your post and then hopefully having that engagement carry the post out to more people at less cost to you. So that is the, sorry, that is the objective level. And you need to kind of have an objective set up before you dive into the rest of the ads manager. Just know as well that you can't change an objective once an ad goes live. So it's the only part of a Facebook ad that once it goes live, you cannot change and you'll need to cancel an ad and reset it up if you want to, uh, I guess, change the ad to a new objective. 
So the second part of a Facebook ad is what is called the ad set level. And in this level, you basically define who your target audience is. So who you want the ad to go to, you let Facebook know what your budget is and you set a time frame for your ad. This is also the section where you choose where your Facebook ad is going to go. So the placements, whether it's in the newsfeed or whether you want to put it on Instagram. And just so you know, you set up Instagram ads through Facebook ads manager. And yeah, so that's basically what the ad set level does. All of these kind of parts of the ad set level are important, but in my opinion, the success of your ad really kind of comes down to two things. One, targeting and two, your actual creative, but you set your targeting in this level. So let's kind of go into exactly what that is. So with targeting, there are currently over 850 ways that you can drill down and target your audience using Facebook ads. And yes, a few of those will be taken away shortly, but it is still a hell of a lot of different options for targeting your ideal client. And basically to break it down, there are two types of targeting. So one is custom audiences. And I also put what is called lookalike audiences into this bucket. And we'll go to that, go through that in a second. And the second is demographic and interest targeting. So let's go into target, sorry, custom audiences. Basically with custom audiences, this is a way to market to warm audiences on Facebook. And Guys, this is absolute gold. So here's some examples of the types of things that you can do. You can advertise just to people who have been on your website if you have a Facebook pixel installed. So anyone that goes to your website, you can remarket to them on Facebook with ads. You can advertise to people in your email database by uploading a spreadsheet into Facebook or by connecting your MailChimp account. And Facebook basically then matches people who have the same email address or mobile number entered into Facebook and allows you to serve ads to them. Or you can set up a custom audience of people who have watched a certain percentage of your video or who have engaged with your Facebook page or with your Instagram account, or there's a few other options, but they're the main ones. So really, really powerful. Aligned with that are lookalike audiences. And basically, once you have set up a custom audience, you can also set up a lookalike audience of people with similar attributes to the people in your custom audience. And this is gold because these are people similar to your warm audiences that Facebook deems has similar attributes that you've never, ever contacted and have potentially never heard of you, but are much more likely than a complete cold prospect of doing business with you. So this is really, really, really powerful. So in order to set up a custom audience, I've got some screenshots on the website. So steviesayssocial.com forward slash 28, and you can go in and see exactly how to do that. The second type of uh, targeting that you can do within Facebook ads is demographics and interest targeting. And so basically this form of targeting allows you to drill down by things like age, sex, location, interests, and behavior. 
And the targeting options are really, really extensive. So it pays to dig into the Facebook ads manager and click on the browse section within that kind of interest targeting to really go through and check out all of the options available. You will be completely overwhelmed by all of the opportunities. So here's a few tips for targeting. You can combine custom audiences and general targeting. So you can target people that have um, been to your website, for example, and a lookalike audience of those people, and also target by, say, age. And this can really drill down into a really targeted person to market to. You can target by location. So you can target a particular city or within a particular radius of a city. You can also target by postcode, which is a super effective way of reaching people around your business. You can target competitors. So if your competitors' pages are big enough, and this is a completely random number, sometimes big enough is, you know, 10,000 fans. Sometimes it doesn't show up even if it's 150,000. What you can do is type in the business name of your competitor in the detailed targeting section, and you can actually target fans of their pages with ads, which is really, really powerful. And you can also narrow your audience. So you can either set up your ad, for example, to people who may like dogs and then also people who may like cats and then also people who may like birds, or you can really narrow it down and really say that the person that you're targeting must like cats as well as dogs, as well as birds, if that makes sense. I don't know where I got cats, dogs, and birds from, but anyway, bear with me. (laughs) So as you kind of start to target and narrow down your audience, there's a little dial on the right of the ads manager where it basically gives you an idea of how targeted you're getting. If you're getting too specific, if you're kind of in the green zone and you're looking pretty good, or if you're getting too broad. So that's targeting. And it's really important to play around with your targeting and to split test, which is a little bit more advanced, but basically it's testing two different audiences against each other to see which one performs better. And basically that allows you to maximize your ad spend and make sure that you're targeting people that are actually interested in your particular ad. So Within the ad set level, you can also set placements. And this is all about where you want your ad to appear. The default is set to automatic. So basically, Facebook chooses it for you. The other thing that you can do, though, is to edit placements. And you can choose from things like the Facebook newsfeed, the Facebook right-hand column, things like Instagram. You can also serve ads to Instagram stories, which is actually really cost-effective at the moment. Audience network, which is a network of websites and apps, etc. basically inventory that Facebook owns and has access to in order to advertise. Messenger, so within Messenger, um, and a whole lot of other options as well. So generally I kind of tend to uncheck everything except the Facebook newsfeed. A caveat here is that the Facebook newsfeed is the most kind of coveted, I guess, section of uh, the Facebook ads inventory. Everyone wants to advertise there so the costs can be higher. So play around and see kind of what works for you. 
So the final part of the ad set is where you set your budget and how long you want the ad to run for. So you can set it to a lifetime budget and basically enter the amount you want to spend and the date range, or you can set it to a daily budget, which will basically run forever or until you stop it, which kind of makes me a little bit nervous with whatever budget that you've chosen. So how much should you spend on Facebook ads? This is the biggest question that I pretty much ever get asked, but it's kind of like, how long is a piece of string? So what I recommend is that you test and you find out what works for you. But I always recommend starting small. So start with a small budget. Say, if you really want me to say a number, (laughs) maybe $10 a day and have it run for a week and basically test to see what the results are. And if it's performing really well, then you can always increase. But if it's not, then obviously you'll need to look at potentially testing other audiences or other creative and basically only scale when you know that you're onto a winner. So the third part of a Facebook ad is the actual ad. So this is where you set up exactly what you want the ad to look like, the creative basically. So Facebook ads can be in a number of different formats. They can be a single image ad. So this is basically an image that can be populated, you know, automatically or you need to provide one. Uh, It can be a carousel ad. So a multiple image or video ad with up to 10 images. It can be a slideshow. So it can be a looping video ad with kind of up to 10 images. And basically Facebook will put that video together for you. It can be a canvas, which to be honest, I don't recommend. They don't convert very well. And I always say that the best marketing doesn't look like marketing. A canvas ad very much looks like an ad and it looks like marketing. Uh, And then also a video ad, which really kind of in terms of costs will always perform pretty well. So I would highly recommend looking at video ads. So A few things to note when you're putting together your ad. As I mentioned, video is usually hands down the most cost-effective form of Facebook advertising. Uh, Image text guidelines. So Facebook doesn't like ads that have images with lots of text overlaid onto it. They basically think that it looks unnatural and salesy. So they'll basically either penalize it with limited reach or they'll disallow it altogether. So in general, anything that is more than about 20% of the total image area as text will generally be penalized. And if you're not sure, I've got a link on steviesayssocial.com forward slash 28 that basically has a Facebook image checker where you can actually see whether you've got too much text on your image or not. So copy, basically your ad tech should include two things. Number one, it should provide value. And number two, it should include a call to action. So when you're done, you'll see a preview of your ad on the right-hand side of the screen within the Facebook ads manager. Basically, if you're happy with how your ad looks uh, and basically you can scroll through and see how it looks on a mobile, on desktop and that sort of thing, then you basically review your entire ad and if you're happy with it, you confirm and you set it live. So your ad will usually be approved pretty quickly. If you're a new ad account, it can take a little bit longer, but you'll basically receive a notification and then you're kind of off and running. And guys, that's Facebook ads in a nutshell. 
once you kind of have your first few ads down pat, I kind of recommend also doing things like split testing, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, which is basically running two ads or more with slight variations to see which performs better and then killing off the underperforming ad. Um, and that basically makes sure that you get maximum bang for your buck. And look, we might cover some of that stuff in future podcast episodes, but I don't want to overwhelm you. So let's just leave it there for now. Uh, If you've gotten this far, give yourself a massive pat on the back, guys. I just think, you know, the best way to learn this stuff is to get a basic understanding of the theory, which we've done today, but then to dive in and to really test. That is how I learned. And I am obviously very proficient now with the Facebook ads manager, but it didn't take, you know, big, long courses and thousands of dollars for me to learn. It was really just kind of diving in and giving it a go. So highly recommend that you do that. Whether you want to run your own ads, whether you want to outsource, whatever it is, I think it's important that you get your head around it. And if you want the step-by-step of this podcast episode, make sure you head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 28. And if you enjoyed this episode, guys, as always, I would really appreciate you heading over to Spotify or iTunes and subscribing, but also leaving me a rating and a review on iTunes. All right, guys, that was a lot to take in, very much Facebook ads theory. So I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, I'll see you then.